Welcome back to another episode on the Expand Your Awareness podcast. My name is Aaron Dowdy, and today we're going to be speaking on that of high vibrational living. I'm going to be sharing with you some of my top hacks for how I keep my vibration high, some lifestyle parts of this equation that have to do with how I live on a daily basis, some mindsets that help me to stay in a high vibe state, and even some daily hacks and uh, like habits that I have that have just totally transformed my life. So that's what this episode is going to be about. And let me preface it by saying that maybe some of you have heard my story before, but I had this awakening experience back in 2012. In 2012, I went through a spiritual awakening. And in this experience, basically what happened, just to make a long story short, is I had at the time what is called ADHD, which means it was hard for me to focus. Doctors said, hey, you have ADHD. Here's some Adderall, which is the prescription drug they give out to people so they can focus. And what it does is that will make you focus. So I went to work every day. I worked at Nordstrom's and Women's Shoes, and I was able to really focus and uh, I made money on it. I mean, it was like this. What Adderall does is it makes you release a lot of dopamine. So you just feel really focused. But then the side effect of that is then you crash. So I would take it while I was at work and then I'd get off work. I'd go home. And the side effects of Adderall are you can't eat very much. You can't sleep very much. And it was just very harsh side effects. It's like imagine you're taking caffeine, like a whole shots and shots of espresso, which, by the way, I would take four shots of espresso and I would feel like actually focused when I would do it, you know how some people feel jittery when I had like what is called ADHD, I would actually feel more very calm. It was kind of weird how it worked. But uh, nonetheless, what I would do is I would you know how you would crash on sometimes caffeine on taking like espresso or coffee. Well, imagine that times 10 on Adderall and that was the harsh side effect. So eventually I was working, you know, at Nordstrom's and I was going through the harsh side effects, not able to eat very much at night and sleep well. So I did a little bit of research and I came across meditation. And you guys want to know what the side effects of meditation are? Only positive, you know, like the side effects are you feel better, more mental clarity, um, general sense of well-being. I was like, well, these side effects look a lot better than the other side effects. So I was like, you know what? Okay, all this research, I'm going to follow up on it. I'm going to... like practice it or at least see what this is all about. So I remember first, second or uh, first, second day, I tried it, not much of a difference. Then I, third day, third day was the magical day. I learned how to observe my thoughts rather than control them. The first two days I knew about the law of attraction already. And my mind was like, I was like, Oh, I can't think negative thoughts, which of course causes more resistance. So instead what I did is I observed those thoughts from a neutral place and I allowed them to be there. I didn't try to control my mind. That was when things started to shift. I started to feel totally different about myself. I started to become more present to the moment. I realized that there's a thinker within me. There's a thinker, and then there's the observation of that thinker. That's more awareness. That's more of the expanded point of awareness that I became to understand. And from that moment going forward, I started to feel totally different about myself. And I remember walking around my room just feeling so different. Like I would say that before... I felt a lot of uh, a lot more anxiety. I felt on a scale of one to ten, with one feeling not so great, ten feeling amazing. I felt like I was normally at about a three or a four, maybe a three to a five. And then after this kind of spiritual awakening and this presence that I started to more so feel, I went to about a seven or an eight out of not out of ten. I started to feel really good a majority of the time, and I thought it was going to go away. I remember walking around my room thinking to myself, "Oh, is this feeling ever going to go away?" But the thing is, is it never really did go away. It just became my natural set point. 
And of course, it still fluctuates. I'm not saying I'm enlightened or I'm not saying that, uh, you know, there's not times that I don't, there's times I feel really good, but my base point has changed. So my base point is now generally at about a seven or an eight out of 10. And as I go down this rabbit hole of consciousness, I realize that this one to 10 scale is kind of obsolete. There's actually a 15 or a 20 out of 10. Uh, that's a whole different concept though. That's a whole different episode. But nonetheless, um, that changed my whole life. I then started to live in a higher vibrational state. A lot of things in my life changed from that point going forward. I started to have a lot more realizations about life in general, about the way reality works. I let go of a lot of habits that no longer served me. Um, and I started to resonate with a totally different way, state of being, a state of consciousness. And what I'm about to share with you, these different hacks, is stuff that I've learned over the last year since 2012 that I've just in a way solidified into a routine or stuff that I do consistently that has allowed me to live the kind of lifestyle that I do now. And part of that lifestyle I live now is I wake up every day and I love, absolutely love what I do. I get to do what I want when I want to do it. And it's because some of the stuff I'm going to share with you, I don't say that to brag or to make you feel like, oh, if you're going to a nine to five job that you don't enjoy, you should feel bad. Uh, I think that you can do it as well. I think this is stuff that I share is like, I just kind of, I've lived it and I've done it. So I want other people to be able to live it as well. So part of that has to do with understanding uh, this one major idea that I'm going to be sharing with you. And it's the thread from which all of this kind of weaves through. And that is simply understanding passion and doing what you love for a living. And the reason that is, is because when we're in a high, in a passionate state, when we are doing what we are naturally excited about, when we are doing whatever that is, that feeling, that feeling of excitement is our body's translation. It's our body's way of telling us, hey, this is what you're meant to be doing. This is more to the core of who you really are. This core is who you really are. And that's the thing is when we feel in positive emotion, that's emotion is telling us that we are in alignment with who we really are. And I, our higher vibrational state is that connected to our passion and what we are excited about. So when we do that, Something else that will happen is time will go by crazy fast. I swear time goes by so fast. It's insane. And it's because I'm in this high vibe state of me doing what I love. And the biggest takeaway, we'll just get into it right now. The biggest takeaway from this whole thing, I'm going to tell you the hacks. I'm going to tell you all these little things as well. But the underlying thread of this all is are you doing what you are passionate about? Are you doing what you are excited about? And if not, that's totally okay. But know that as you start to set intentions for you to figure out what that is, you will start to find momentum in your life going in that direction. So this is more so about understanding who you are. This is about understanding your core frequency, understanding that you can start to do things that maybe are a little bit scary because you haven't done them before. But if you have some type of intuition about it, I'd say go ahead and do it. When Even me, when I was making YouTube videos, I wasn't comfortable the first video I made. Like, oh, I, I knew that YouTube videos or some type of videos in general. Like, I, I've always known I was meant to be some type of public speaker since I was young. I just knew that. I knew that that was my mission in life or something I was going to be doing. But I didn't know how that was going to come to fruition. And I knew that the first YouTube video I made, I wasn't going to feel very comfortable. And if you go back to my YouTube channel, look at the very first video I ever made. I don't look very comfortable. I look kind of cringy, to be honest with you. But I had this intuition inside of myself that said, hey, if I do this, I feel like I will either become more passionate about it, it'll become more natural for me, or it will lead me to something which is where I need to be. And that's what I did, is I just decided I was going to do that, 
And of course, I figured things out along the way that accelerated that whole process. But nonetheless, I was scared in the beginning, but I chose to do it. So is there something that maybe you've been holding off? Maybe it's a Maybe it's starting a podcast. Maybe it's creating content. Maybe it's you doing art more often and you expressing it to the world. Maybe it's sharing a message. Maybe it's you uh, going all in on something you're passionate about. Whatever it is, find out what that is and choose to do it. Take the step. Take the leap because that leap, even though it feels scary at first, will lead you to the next best thing, to the next best thing. And the thing is, too, is we cre- we can't create anything new when we've been doing consistent things over and over and over again because the autopilot mind is in effect. Everything that we do is on autopilot, almost everything, 99% of it. And when we make this choice to do something that maybe we haven't done before, and especially when it has something to do with our passion, that's when things really start to happen in a powerful way. And that's what I did is I made the choice that I'm going to start making more YouTube videos. And that's what I did. And things started to grow. And you get signs from the universe as well. When you are taking action, doing something you're passionate about, the universe will give you signs. And it will say, yes, you're going in the right direction. And maybe right away, even if something doesn't happen right away, you have to trust the process. But the first thing that I wanted to talk about today is that of doing what you are passionate about. Me personally, I've always known that that was, like I said, making videos or sometimes somehow sharing my message, sharing my content. And I did that with making YouTube videos. And I did that for about six months, eight months. I was making YouTube videos once a week on YouTube. Every Monday, a video would go live and I was passionate about it. And it was something that I enjoyed doing, but it was, uh, I didn't get as much out of it because I wasn't putting as much into it. And the game changer for me is that I decided that in order for me to bring my side hustle into my full time, what I had to do is I had to treat my side hustle like it was my full time before it was, which wasn't always easy because I was working a nine to five job and I was, you know, I was working at Barney's New York selling women's shoes 40 hours a week plus all the other time pretty much was me making YouTube videos, editing them, posting them. But I just, I believed so much into what I was doing and I knew that the more I put into it, the more I would be in the vibration of being a full-time YouTuber, that eventually that would become my reality. And that's exactly what happened. That became my reality. And it's like, what are you passionate about? And if you can do that thing more often, that will lead you to more and more of you being in a high vibrational state. Like when I get in front of the camera and I make videos, I feel like I'm in a high vibrational state. Like I get into a flow state. I don't, I actually don't even script my videos. Like sometimes I don't even really know what I'm going to talk about in the video. The only thing that I write down the day before is the title. So I know the exact title when I wake up in the morning, I believe there's power in going to bed at night and having the subconscious mind work on things and figure it out. So I set the intention before I go to bed. Okay, tomorrow, what was my video that I made on today? It was on choosing versus creating your own reality, how you can choose it because it already exists within that of parallel reality. So before I went to bed tonight, I was like, okay, I'm going to make a video on parallel realities tomorrow, understanding we don't have to create our own reality. We can make it easier by knowing that we can just choose it. So that's all I knew. But I woke up this morning. I do some of the stuff I'm about to share with you in a little bit about my high vibe type habits. And then I go into a video and it like just very smooth, very easy because I've primed myself through hundreds and hundreds of videos. I think there's 700 videos on my YouTube channel now. And I don't say that to brag or for you to feel like you're, you're so far behind. I say that because with repetition is where the power comes. It's where it all really starts to flow through. So buy into yourself now because the earlier you start, the faster, like the quicker ahead you're going to be. I can only imagine that if I started doing this like four years ago, where I would be. 
Uh, everything happens, you know, of course, the way it's supposed to, and I believe that. But at the same time, I know that in four years from now, I'm going to be in a totally different reality. And the sooner you start, the better. So I encourage you, whatever that is, to start now. Not wait. Start now because you will start to be, you'll be much further ahead than you would be if you waited and you waited and you waited. And you never know how fast can things can happen. I couldn't have imagined a year ago that I would be at where I'm at today. I knew it was my goal. It was my intention, but it's even exceeded that of what my vision was. So find out what you're passionate about. Do that thing because that thing, whatever that is, that feeling that you have within your body is your body telling you this is closer to your core frequency of who you are. If you don't know what that is, like I said, just simply set intentions. When you set the intention for you to find your passion, you'll start to get signs of that. Maybe it's a book that pops out at you. Maybe it's a certain person gets brought into your life. Maybe it's a certain activity you feel guided to do. And sometimes, honestly, it might be a carrot on a stick. Imagine like it's a carrot on a stick and it's like bobbing you in a certain direction. Maybe it's not the end all be all thing, you know, like uh, I get certain intuitions sometimes. I had an intuition that I should start making more meditation videos and I started to do that and people started to really get benefit out of it. I started to realize how much power it was. So I kept doing it. And that was like a carrot on a stick that led me to something else. That led me to something else. You never know, but you just start doing whatever's the most passionate thing you can do in the moment. That will trickle out and lead you to the next best thing, to the next best thing, to the next best thing, until eventually you're on this ecstatic expression of how you prefer to be, this timeline that's just totally indicative of how you prefer to be. So that's the underlying thread of passion. That's probably the most important part of the process. But I wanted to share that first. As cliche as it sounds, it really is the true degree of power. And uh, money is a side effect of that. Uh, honestly, like money is a side effect of that. Like I put everything I do, I put into adding value to people through me sharing my message because I know that a side effect of that is the financial abundance. A side effect of helping other people is that comes back to you because I believe we live in a reality where what we put out is what we get back. And at a deeper level, if we go down the rabbit hole a little bit deeper, we see we're all connected. So because of that, what I put out to other people, and if I can help other people, I'm helping other aspects of myself from a deeper level of consciousness, and that comes back. But the key is to not focus on just the money, to not just focus on the materialistic parts of it. That can sometimes be a motivator, but the key is to go deeper than that because those things are fleeting. They're fleeting. Even if like we make a certain amount of money per month, that was our goal. We may make it, and we may realize, okay, this is cool, but it doesn't feel that much different than than whatever before. I would say that one of your first goals should be to just go full time doing what you love. That can be that I think is more powerful than a certain dollar amount. And they say that statistically, when you get to about seventy thousand dollars a year, and I know this is debatable, but about seventy to eighty thousand dollars a year, that's the that's the point to where you can do within reason what you want to be doing. Like you can live a very comfortable lifestyle. Uh, and there's some people that would disagree with this. They'd say, oh, actually, it's way higher or whatever it is. But that's statistically what's been proven that above that, the lifestyle doesn't change that much. It will in certain aspects. I'm sure if you had a $100 million, you know, it'd be totally different. But here's the thing. When you're doing your passion full time, the money doesn't matter as much as it used to because 
it's just it just happens naturally. Like money just naturally comes to you when you're adding value to other people, when you're doing what you're passionate about. And money is a side effect of doing your passion. Money is a side effect of adding value to other people. So I say make your focus first and foremost going full time with your passion because then you start to buy your time back, right? Like I have the time now to put 100% into what I do so I can do daily Instagram posts, daily IGTV episodes, daily YouTube videos. I email my email uh, newsletter, the people that signed up for it, every single day, giving them encouragement and like motivation and stuff. And the only reason I have time to do this is because I'm doing what I love full time. So make your goal, first off, to do your passion full-time, whatever that is, find ways, find strategies of doing that. And then once you buy your time back, you can figure out other strategies towards creating more and more abundance. But the biggest game changer in my whole life was when I put in my two weeks to my job at Barney's New York, and I said, this is my two weeks. From this point going forward, I'm jumping in full on into my YouTube career and me doing what I'm doing now. And it has been so amazing. Like things have grown so, so quickly and a level of abundance I couldn't have even dreamed of. But it's because I bought into this passion, this frequency, this feeling. And this has changed everything in my life. I wake up every day really excited to do what I do. I don't really dread anything about what I do. There's certain parts I enjoy more than others, but nonetheless, I do what I'm passionate about and when I feel like doing it, you know? If I want to go eat somewhere, I eat somewhere. If I want to go do something, I do something, (laughs) whatever that something is. But nonetheless, I want to encourage you to know that it is also possible for you. It is not as far out as you think, but the first part of this is do what you are passionate about. If you don't know what that is, set the intention, start to find out what that is. Follow the carrot on the stick because this will change your life. And then once you're ready, treat it like it is your full-time job before it is your full-time job and it will eventually become your quote-unquote full-time job. And maybe you even create it on your own terms because it's your own business. It's the power of the internet so amazing now because we can really, it doesn't take as much as you think. You don't need hundreds of thousands of followers to go full-time doing what you love. You can literally do it with less than a thousand followers. You can literally do it. And I know I speak about it in terms of what I do, but it's like what I know. So social media, it's not as much as you think. I remember when I was first doing it, I was like, oh, I have to get to a certain subscriber amount. Then I can go full-time. It's not like that at all. If you can add value to other people, if you can find and find ways of solving people's problems, if you can have a product that people love, if you can create art that people buy, whatever it is, then you can do it much easier than you think. It's just about a matter of buying into yourself because when you buy into yourself, that's when things really start to happen. So that was the first thing I wanted to share. That was like the main crux of it. But now I'll share with you some of the other things that I've done that have uh, totally changed my life. So one of the things I'll talk about next is people. Now, one thing I realized is that you, you know, when you go through a spiritual awakening, something that may happen is there may be a lot of people that just don't get you. I went through a point in my life when just people did not understand where I was coming from because I was so different. You know, I came from this guy that was like more of a partier. I had ADHD. I was more of just always down to go out, just always have fun, you know. And I still have aspects of that in myself, but I am much more grounded now. And what will happen, though, is I was attract like I had certain amount of people in my life that then began to see me differently. You know, I became like the end of this kind of lone wolf in a way because I was so different and I started to identify myself as being different. And I thought that was a bad thing. If you're going through that, that's not a bad thing. It's just about uh, you sometimes go within and then you go without. Like what I mean by that is you'll go within a shell for a while, then you'll come out and you'll you'll expand yourself, contract, expand, contract, expand. It's okay. Don't judge yourself if maybe 
you're going through a spiritual awakening. Maybe you find certain people are falling out of your life. It may just be part of the process and maybe they come back. You know, I've had a lot of people that used to think I was weird because of the stuff I was talking about with meditation and the law of attraction. But that now are like, dude, this is really cool what you're doing. And I'm learning and I'm, I'm like watching your videos and it's so cool to see. And it's something that you just have to buy into yourself and kind of move forward. But I've noticed that the more I trust the process, the more people get brought into my life that of that are of a same vibrational resonance. So what I mean by this is you have to trust the process. Like, uh, just you know, my best friend is Victor, uh, Victor Odo. Some of you guys know he's a uh, YouTuber as well. And we hang out a lot. We go to the gym together. We do a lot. We have business businesses together and stuff like that. We teach people how to go full-time doing their passion, kind of a lot of the stuff that I'm sharing you with you right now. And we have a YouTube channel called Full-Time Purpose. And this YouTube channel helps people to go full-time doing what they love. Um, maybe I'll leave a link in the show notes because I, I was talking mainly about this video about how going full-time doing what you love uh, is the most powerful thing I ever did. So if you want to learn more, we got free YouTube videos that show you how to do it. And I'll link the channel up in the description or, you know, in the show notes. But yeah, that, you know, he's a friend though, that like we resonate at a deep level and we are able to really get a lot of stuff done and bounce ideas back and forth. So something that may be powerful for you to do is to reach out to people online and to make friends with people that are of a similar mind. And if you say, well, how do I do that? Well, you most likely follow me from YouTube and there's other people in the comments. There's other people in groups. There's other people that you can find that think similarly. And sometimes even virtually, even if it's online, it still has an effect because then you're at least intermingling thoughts and Realize, you know, I've talked about this before, but sometimes that something that goes overlooked when it comes to manifestation is the energy field of different people. So you are the accumulation of the five people you're around the most. Now, this is not just a literal kind of nice fluffy statement. Think about it. When you're around in the energy field of five people, the five people you're around the most, you are literally mixing your energy field with them. You're having similar thoughts, similar emotions. So when you become aware of whatever that is, you can realize that you can start to also put in that mix some people that you want to be like and start to be around them. You can also go to places that have a higher vibration and be in those places because as you do it, you start to also exist in that higher vibrational state. So it's there's places that have energy fields. There's people that have energy fields that you can begin to kind of, in a way, construct your life around how you prefer to be. So one of this is like a mastermind, having like a mastermind type community. And when you're in a mastermind type community, you'll find that people start to resonate with you at a deep level. You find that your uh, your thoughts, that just simply means that you find, mastermind means that you find other people with similar motives because it influences your thought processes. You know, Victor and I being around each other, we're able to really bounce ideas off of each other and we help each other in certain aspects. Some of my weaknesses are his strengths and a lot of my strengths can might be his weaknesses and vice versa. So we're able to help each other and able to see each other's blind spots. So a mastermind is a very powerful way to increase your vibration. And even if it's virtually, you know, I have the Reality Transurfing Academy and there's hundreds of people in there that are very active with each other. And they're literally influencing each other because they're so passionate about the kind of lifestyle. You know, Reality Transurfing is more of a lifestyle. It's a way for being where you are able to really embody a certain state, a certain understanding that the reality you want to experience already exists, understanding techniques for existing and making manifestation easier than ever. It's a lifestyle. And these people are living that lifestyle and they are able to bounce off ideas back and forth off of each other. So it's really cool to see, know that the more we interact with other people, 
uh, the more that changes. And if you if you are interested in the Reality Transurfing Academy, I'm currently offering a $1 trial for seven days. If you want to just try it out to see, there's a mastermind community in there, live Q&A, step-by-step videos showing you exactly how to go through the process, plus a lot of premium meditations that help you get the results that you want. So that's something you're interested in. That'll be in the show notes as well. Uh, and you can also find a link on AaronDowdy.com. And you'll see a link for that too. So yeah, I just wanted to say that because I know a lot of people are asking about masterminds and stuff like that. And uh, we have an amazing mastermind for reality transurfing. So anyways, that's something people, understanding the people you're around, the energy fields and how you can create powerful momentum by focusing. So that's something that I found totally changed my life. So another thing is diet, high vibration and diet. So I eat very clean. I eat very healthy. I eat nutrient-rich foods, which means foods that have a lot of nutrients in it. Um, it would be like kale, spinach, cucumber. I, lit a, I eat a lot of food with color, so like greens, reds, um, blues, like blueberries. I don't. I personally don't eat much sugar. I do eat some fruit, but I try to stay away. I was reading and uh, listening to this guy that I respect a lot on understanding uh, consciousness. His name's Thomas Campbell, and he was talking, and he had in one of his... Uh, I've been making more videos about the whole simulation theory, and he's a physicist who's talked about the effects of sugar on our consciousness, and sugar, or even fructose, has an effect on our consciousness, and uh, not it's not that negative when it's fruit, obviously, it's not as bad, and anything in moderation is okay, but in general, I, stay, I, I try to do my best to limit my sugar intake. Um, most people, though, eat so much sugar, and sugar it really is like a drug, like I, what I'm when I'm saying sugar to you, what I'm meaning is like there's these drinks that have like 30 grams of sugar in it per serving, and that is so such a crazy amount of sugar that just spike up, spike us up, and then drop us down, and it has an effect on our consciousness. And what I found is what I do is I limit my sugar intake, and uh, some people go through sugar detoxes, but I found that the more I limit my sugar, the better I feel, the more on point I feel. Uh, the less fatigued and fuzzy I feel. So what I personally do is I don't eat much sugar except for maybe berries every now and then. Um, bananas are okay every now and Anything in moderation is okay, and fructose is obviously better than uh, like the white sugar, the processed sugar that is in so much stuff. But I'd pay attention to more sugar intake. I personally eat a lot of more, uh, I guess you could say, whole foods, like whole grain foods, of uh, not even whole grain I don't do that much bread. But basically what I eat is I eat a lot of like foods that we would eat if uh, we had like plants and stuff that were growing. So a lot of salads and whatnot. I eat a lot of, uh, I do eat tofu and stuff like that. So I get protein, but I there's beans. Um, there's different things that I eat that are much more natural whole foods. And I try to eat a lot of greens. That's kind of how I live. But I've cut out, I don't eat fast food. I don't eat meats. I don't eat, a, there's a lot of food that I don't eat just because I find it weighs my energy down. And you just kind of have to find out what works for you. But a lot of people that feel in general like depressed or have like a lot of negative emotions, switching the diet may be the biggest game changer that you go through. Because when you change your diet, uh, you change how you feel. There's an intimate correlation between what we put into our body and literally what we put into our body becomes a part of us. The food molecules break down, becomes a part of us, and our body has to take energy to break it down. So when we put food into our body that is more conducive of how we prefer to be, that's when it affects us in a very positive and a very powerful way. So I choose to eat food that I know makes me feel more enlivened. I do something else called intermittent fasting, which means I eat within a certain window. The idea is that if my body's not breaking down food so often, you know, we're conditioned. We got to eat every, you know, two to you know four hours. We got to eat four or five times a day. 
our body's constantly breaking down food then. And I'm not telling, you know, I'm not even saying that I'm promoting people to do intermittent fasting, but I've definitely changed my life because what I do is I go to the gym every day or what I do is I wake up, I do about six hours of work. I film, I do all of the stuff for the day. Then what I do is I normally go to the gym and then after the gym, what I'll do is I'll go to the gym, work out, do some, I normally work out with my buddy Victor. And then what we do is we'll normally go eat and we'll eat like healthy food, but we'll eat after that. That's like my reward. And then after that, I'll eat a big meal and a really big meal normally. And then a couple hours later, I'll eat another somewhat big meal. And that's what I eat for the day. I eat within about a four to six hour window. What that does is that makes it so that my body's not constantly uh, breaking down food. It's also fasting has a lot of benefits on consciousness. Fasting has a lot of benefits for the body and the metabolism. So that's why I do it. At first, it was kind of hard for me to get into because I had to get used to it. But once I got used to it, it is like perfect for my lifestyle because I'm able to get so much work done in the morning without spending half an hour cooking and having my body break down stuff. And I feel so on point. Like I'm filming this podcast right now. I haven't eaten anything today, but I feel really on point. I feel like everything just kind of flows. And I found that it is so good for getting being an entrepreneur, getting work done. So intermittent fasting, something else that I do uh, that I believe in. And I eat within a, about a two to four hour window, which is a little bit intense. Uh, intermittent fasting normally is when you're eating within an eight-hour window. So you may start eating at noon, and you may stop eating at eight at night. You may start eating at maybe 11, and then you stop eating at seven. Whatever it is, you know, find out what works for you if you choose to do this. But uh, I found it's powerful. And then, like I said, I don't eat much sugar. I eat a lot of nutrient-rich foods. Uh, I eat a lot of like bowls. I eat like bowls with like maybe some quinoa in it. Sometimes, I, lately, I've been doing rice cauliflower to limit the carb intake. Of, uh, of like what's called high glycemic index. So foods that will spike my glycemic index, like rice, which will do that. Um, and I eat foods that'll, uh, that just break down very well. And rice cauliflower breaks down really well in my body. I eat a lot of vegetables with that. I eat some tofu, some beans, uh, chickpeas, and it's, I eat a lot of hummus. But yeah, that's kind of how I eat. And I find that that gives me a very high vibrational state of being. And I, my, my body breaks it down well. And I feel really good a majority of the time. So that's something I wanted to share with you as well. Now, here's something else I do is I make sure I get about six to seven hours of sleep a night. Now, sometimes people say, oh, they need more. I find I need about six and a half to seven and a half hours of sleep. Here's something I do for a high vibrational like state of uh, consciousness while you sleep. Set the intention to remember your dreams in the morning. Set your intentions to work out maybe situations you're in in your nighttime. I find that I do a lot of work in my nighttime, even though I don't always remember it. I get a lot of signs or a lot of symbols in my dreams that help me to figure things out. And I just know in the morning that I got it figured out. And it's like things just smooth out in my life. So what I do is I set intentions before I go to bed. I also set intentions in general for my whole day. It's called segment intending. Segment intending is where I intend for certain segments of my day to go in a certain way. So for example, I might wake up in the morning and I might say, okay, I set intentions that I have an amazing um, meditation, which I'll talk about more in a minute. But I have an, I, medita I meditate for 10, 15 minutes. And what I do is I set intention that I do the next thing, which I'll share with you, which is a cold shower. Then I do that. And then when I say set intention that I uh, write down, you know, the uh, top five things I'm grateful for and that I enjoy doing that, I do that. Then I set intention that I have a great video that I film. I do that. Then I set the intention that I have a great editing session. Then I do that. And then I set the intention that I drive safely to the gym and that I easily go in and out of, you know, I go into traffic and I'm always in the right place at the right time. I hit green lights when I want to. I set these intentions and it just, it compounds over time. And I find that it's like my vibration just continues to raise and raise and raise because I'm experiencing more and more of what I want. But what I was talking about earlier, so meditation, meditating for at least 10 to 15 minutes a day has for sure, without a doubt, transformed my life. And I've been doing it since 2012. What I do is I observe my thoughts. 
I realize my thoughts are not good. My thoughts are not bad. They simply are. They're just thoughts. And I let the content of my thoughts be there. And I observe them as if I was like at a park bench and watching people walk by, just observing them, not judging them. They're just walking by. And the same way I'm observing my thoughts come into my mind, leave my mind. They're just there. They're just neutral. They don't have any meaning other than the meaning I give it. And becoming the observer of my thoughts has allowed me to not react to my environment. That that goes throughout the rest of my day because if something happens in my day, uh, like uh, I get irritated with something that's not doing not working on my website. I'm trying to do something on my website, and it's not the tech-wise or something, software-wise, it's not working. I can observe it. I don't react so much to it. I just, I'm able to kind of unplug from it, and it leaks into the rest of my day. So for 10 to 15 minutes a day, that's what I do. And I do it right in the morning when I wake up and right before I go to bed at night and I observe my thoughts and I focus on my heart center. That's another thing that's transformed my life. Focus on your heart center because your heart center actually has an electromagnetic energy that is thousands of times more powerful than your head. And when you focus on your heart center, you start to become more present to the moment. You start to become more passionate. It's just totally transformed my life. So in your meditations, observe your thoughts, but also put the awareness inside of your heart center and watch how things begin to change in your life. Watch how you can put gratitude in your heart. The more you do it, the easier it gets. At first, if you do and you don't feel as much energy in your heart, that's okay. It will grow over time. But I found that's also changed my life. So that of what I do for my meditation. Then I take a cold shower. I find that raises my vibration. That has powerful benefits with inflammation, has powerful benefits when it comes to waking you up, obviously, and then energy levels through the roof. So I take a real cold shower right when I wake up in the morning after my meditation, and I find that that just so helps me get into the flow state. I prime myself. I've been taking a cold shower almost for a year, and probably at least eight months now, and then I get straight in my video. It just primes me. It's kind of a, my way of priming myself. So cold showers have a lot of benefits. You can look that up online as well. Maybe it resonates with you, but I'd say do it before any time you want to get into a certain state of being. Um, maybe do it as a recharger throughout your day. Sometimes I'll take, I take a cold shower after I go to the gym. So I go to the gym. Uh, I go to the gym and I do a workout there. I do about 10, 15 minutes of a bike and then I go do a workout with my buddy Victor. And then after that, I always go into that of a sauna for about tw 20 minutes. And now it's on it's about 160 to 180 degrees. I sweat like crazy. Then after that, that feels amazing. That has a whole bunch of benefits as well for cortisol, releasing the stress hormone, and then uh, feeling more dopamine and serotonin, which are the feel-good chemicals or the hormones. Then what I do is I take a cold shower, which also stimulates my senses. And it's just something I find really helps raise my vibration. Uh, so that also is something I do that keeps my vibration high. And this is part of all just a lifestyle. It's a way of being. Now, habits. What other habits do I have? I listen to Audible. I listen to uh, I listen to what uh, audiobooks. I listen to audiobooks when I can in the car, in the gym. If I'm not with Victor, no, I listen to audiobooks. Um, put in, immerse yourself in information that you want to influence you. Our environments are influencing us whether we realize it or not. If we're watching the news, then we're letting the news penetrate our consciousness. We're letting the negativity get to us. Instead, focus on you cultivating an environment that is conduct conducive of the way you prefer to be. So listen to podcasts that uplift you. Hopefully this podcast uplifts, uplifts you. Maybe my content uplifts you. YouTube uh, videos. Listen to content that uplifts you, that gets you into the kind of state that you prefer to be in and let go of what doesn't. There are certain YouTube YouTubers that I used to watch for entertainment that are still great, but 
I don't watch them as much anymore because I realized that when I was going to bed at night, sometimes I would remember or really have those in my mind of certain things I watched in their vlogs. You know what I mean? Even though it might be funny entertainment type vlogs, like a guy named Do David Dobrik, for example, nothing. He's got great, funny videos online. He's got like just these random vlogs, nothing related to what I teach on YouTube or anything, but I just think it's funny. And um, I realized though, a lot of times when I was going to bed, I was having like these dreams almost or like, like just the. Almost, it was influencing me too much. So I stopped, I just kind of stopped watching certain things. And I just, because I, I have so many goals and things I want to cultivate myself with. So I listen to more of like Abraham Hicks, or I listen to more of uh, content that's similar to the kind of the videos I put out. And I find that uh, audiobooks, that really influences my consciousness in a powerful way. So I encourage you to find other ways that you can influence yourself in that way and know that your environment is going to influence you. So cultivate your environment to powerfully influence you by actually deciding for certain things to be there. Listen to audiobooks. People that you want to be like, read their autobiography, consume their content, because I believe that when we're consuming content of certain people, we literally start to resonate with their vibration. And maybe that's what attracts us to them. So me, for example, I choose to listen to like Tony Robbins because I want to be like Tony Robbins. I listen to the people that I want to be like because I know that I'm going to become more like them and get similar results that they have in their life. So that's something I do. So that's kind of another hack that I have. But when it comes to this vibrational state of consciousness, understand you can tailor your environment the way that you want and that what you can do is consciously decide to do that. And you can put your um, lifestyle around that. And the more you cultivate your lifestyle in the way in that way, the more you find that it actually ends up working for you. And start to find ways. How do you prefer to live? What kind of lifestyle would you prefer to have? Because whatever lifestyle that is, if you can start to live that lifestyle now, you will start to resonate with it. Like I said, I used to have a nine to five job I didn't like, but I treated my side hustle like my full time. I embodied it and treated it as if I was already a full time YouTuber. And then that ended up happening. You know, they say fake it till you make it, fake it till you become it. You know, I became a YouTuber through doing videos and it wasn't like I was faking it, faking it. And then I made it I was I was doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. And then it just became a natural part of who I am. So in the same way, I hope that maybe you can do something similar. Find ways that you can more so do what you're passionate about. Understand what you are passionate about. The vibration you feel when you're doing what you're excited about is your body's translation of how and who you really are. Follow what that is. Set the intention to find out what that is if you don't know what it, what it is already and choose to observe your thoughts. Understand you are so much more than you can possibly imagine. And when you go beyond that, when you have maybe what is called a spiritual awakening or you just realize you're able to observe your thoughts and you are not just the content of your thoughts, you realize you are so much more than that. And then you can start to tailor your environment by setting more intentions, setting the segment intentions, have a diet that actually uh, uplifts you and a diet that really makes you feel live. You know, you when you eat live foods, you're going to feel more alive. When you eat dead foods, you're going to feel more dead. Eat live foods. Everything is energy. And when you start to also immerse yourself with the right people, when you start to create, you know, maybe a mastermind or something that you'll start to change your life in a very powerful way. And like I said, the reality transurfing is a very powerful way to do that. So if you want to just try it out for a week for seven days for a dollar, Reality Transurfing Academy, the link will be in the show notes. Or you can go to com and check that out. But that's something else that's powerful. Set intentions before you go to bed. Understand that when you go to bed at night, you can do a lot of inner work. You can also wake up in the morning feeling the way that you intend. Remember your dreams. Set that intention as well. You find it's very powerful. And like I said, these are all things, the cold shower, the meditation, the um, these are all things that I do in my own life. They're all things that really transformed my life when I began to apply them. And what I encourage you to do is to find out what works for you, to make a choice to do that. And the more that you do what you're passionate about, the more that becomes a part of who you naturally are. 
you are at the fundamental core so much high vibration than you could possibly imagine. You can raise your base point vibration by doing more things that you're naturally passionate about, by buying into yourself more. And the more you do that, I think you'll find that you are so much more than you can imagine. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this video. I will, or this uh, podcast, I guess we could say, and I will see you guys on next week's podcast. So peace, much love, and namaste.